really compelling. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. So that's so it's um, Bev Not Broken, Don Cummings. You can there you go. Have look you around, look around for it. been hearing from people that that have that suffer with this? Or I do. I actually am the uh, moderator is the right word, I guess, of a Facebook group called Peronis Disease Support. It's a it's a group that you can join, but it's private, of course. If you're in there, people aren't seeing. Only only people who can see the comments are the people who are in the group. Um, it's on Facebook. You can you can join. But so I, I a lot of people join yeah. that, and I, I and it's interesting because it's um, uh, you know, all men have a very similar reaction to having this. You know, despair. Yeah, <laughs> wretchedness. Yeah, active unhappiness. My life is over. My life is over. Some guy. I mean, I was in this boat. Some guys like I've given up on sex. I've given up. You know. Yeah. And, and I and my job a little bit with these people is to tell them to get to a urologist, get this fixed, and stop sitting around in your pity. Like you yeah, because it is fixable. It is fixable for the most part. Here's something I don't know if I asked you before when I interviewed you, but mm-hmm. I'm interested. In- do gay men and straight men approach it differently, or, or do they have sort of different questions around it? Or is there a difference? Uh, well, the only the only definite difference um, when I, I was in New York and this is all happening, and the urologist I went to there, he said gay men come in more quickly to get their penis checked because gay men identify with their penises more than straight men. Interesting. So they have some things more at stake, or something, or I don't, I don't know. So that's that's um, that's interesting. But but as far as like um, the people that come at me online, yeah, it's there's a general though despair that all these guys yeah. have, and, and not, not not you know you have to you have to take care of yourself. Well, I think it's awesome <laughs> that, you <laughs> that you've given them a place to go and, and get some uh, support. That's yeah. right. Cool. All right. Next up, Barbara Deutsch. Your book is Open Up or Shut Up. How to talk your way into or out of anything. It's about communication. You're a career coach. It's, I don't know. My my title makes people laugh. We're, the, the title? It's good. It's catchy, though. It is. It really I mean, works. It is. I, I had a fight for that title. Yeah. And then I won because I'm going to win. You're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to win. Yeah. I mean, what kind of a connect, communication expert would you be if you weren't able to get the title exactly. you Exactly. If I yeah. couldn't talk my way into it or out of it, yeah. I would totally fire myself. What do the people that read your book tell you that, that they appreciated about it? Does it help them to have the conversations in their life? Or what do you hear oh, from them? Yeah. And, and they can turn to any page and find something that they need. It's like, it's like the big book. Yeah. In Alcoholics Anonymous, you can open to any page and get something from it. Um, but you should know, Dennis, because you edited the book. And I have to say, I did not love writing the book. It took me, it was like torture. Because everyone said, because what, you're, you're a self-help person, you're a life coach, you need a book, you need a book. I'm like, can't I just talk and fix people? <laughs> no, you need a book. So it it took me forever, and I got to, you know, hand it to Dennis. I handed him all this, and I said, look, if this is a book, let me know. If it isn't, I will stop telling people I'm writing a book. <laughs> and it was. And it was. He says, don't write anymore. You've got plenty. I just remember having fun. I don't remember it being a lot of work, but I was also going through a rough time. So maybe there was... A few uh, fetal crying jets. There the were there was there was a lot of cr- <laughs> crying on your part. Yes, on your part. But but it was fun. The way people talk too much and they don't know why, or they don't talk enough and they don't know why they withhold. 
Right. And that's the whole point of the book, is to show you that you're not crazy, you're normal, there's a reason we withhold, and then there's a reason we talk too much. And so I give you, in a section, all these dialogues that you suck at, and then I rework it for you so you know how to deliver it correctly. Or I wrote a dictionary on all the things I'd say. I think the last word is wuss. Yeah. I felt that that was very important to put in the dictionary. It means just not having the sort of wimping out on a conversation. Lame. Just lame. being lame. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty much a straight talker. Yeah. With compassion and love, love, I love everything. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm glad it exists. I had fun working on it, and I, I know it's helping a lot of people. So yeah, there it is. Open up, shut up. And finally, our final author with my favorite title, no offense, everybody else. It's called Girl Boner, The Good Girl's Guide to Sexual Empowerment. August McLaughlin, welcome to You Don't Know My Life. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I love the title, but it's also a whole brand that you've got going. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. A bit of a movement, I would say. I love it. How do you describe the girl boner philosophy? It's about embracing your sexuality authentically and living a rich, full right. life. Um, but there is a big focus in this book and segments of my work on that kind of good girl because right. so many of us learn, if you grow up learning that you can only be a good person if you do not engage in sex in certain ways, it's, right. it's really debilitating. It was for me. Well, the, uh, thinking about boner, the other word that I don't associate with women that much is horny. Right. Like girls aren't allowed to be horny or... or or if, you are, if you're horny, then you're slutty. Yeah, right? yeah. There's all these negative words. And it was interesting because when I decided to really move forward with girl boner as this whole thing, right. I looked in the dictionary, my slang dictionary, for terms for pleasure for a female-identifying person or person right. with a vulva, and there were zero. There weren't there were any words. 27 for the male boner. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, we need this. And then I thought, everyone's going to want to use this, so I better trademark it because everyone's going to put it like on their walls. Yeah. Like, and like <laughs> not realizing yeah. that I'm glad I had that naivete because it's good enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, but it frightened people a little bit at first. Some yeah. People, which is good because I think we, we don't change the world by being comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when did the book come out? The book came out last year. Nice. So it's yeah. still kind of out there and... We were talking before we fired up the recorder that you had done some events around, and you were talking about being in Boise, yes. doing an event, and they were super into it. They were. I have a great following in Boise, Idaho. Um, I, Why? What do you think? Is it because I, they don't get a lot of this kind of uh, subject matter? I think so. I think, I think it's more needed there because they don't have to have sex education in their schools. It's not some required. don't allow it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then there's also a very Minnesota vibe there. So I kind of felt like I was in my old stomping ground. Right. Um, although they these were are kind of my people. Kind of my people, but, but in Minnesota they were quieter people. Right. So I went to my twenty-year high school reunion, and so many people came up to me whispering. They were like, "Oh, that, that stuff you do is really cool," and they would run away from me. Right. <laughs> uh, don't don't, don't be in photographs with me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody would say girl boner, but they would kind of allude to it and blush. And I thought that meant a lot to me because it's like the Minnesota way of. Keep, Acknowledging, keep going, yeah, yeah. it's it, it struck them. So it means a lot of people are reading it and not comfortable sharing with others that they are. Right. Um, so like when my blog switched from other things to sexuality, the comments all went into my direct box instead. So like I get tons of emails, like really private, right? Uh, which I love. 
Now you're probably helping people a lot with this book. What's, is there a story or an email or somebody that you met that really took you aback and, oh, and moved you? That's a good question. You know, the first week I heard from people who like binge read it. Right. Uh, and those are the people that I wrote this for because they were saying things like, you wrote this for me. Like this is the book that was supposed to be written for me. I didn't know there was a book for me. And it's, that whole thing where you write the book you wish you would have had. Right. So I kind of felt like I was talking to my younger self or like my little sisters. And uh, a lot of them shared about their personal traumas and just really deep shame. And and to know that they felt like they had permission. I mean, they have to do the work and they are doing the work. So my part was the easy part. But it's just fun to be a piece of their journey. Yeah, and they're not alone. Like somebody else has experienced these things. That's awesome. What a cool group we have. Yay. Different topics. Oh, and I have two books as well uh, that are out there in the world, Misadventures in the 213 and Screening Party, and they're both comedic stories about friends doing their thing in L.A., and uh, you can get them on Amazon and stuff. Oh, and one is, I forgot this, is an Audible. Misadventures is on Audible. Do any of you guys have audiobooks? I forgot this. That's, oh, how, that's yeah. how we met. That's how you guys met? Yes. That's uh, yeah. in, Vanessa uh, and August. Michigan. Yes. We were in Michigan, and she, can I tell the story? Please. Yes, I love this. <laughs> we were in Michigan, and I was recording my audiobook, and I guess they just schedule two people a day or a couple, you know, whatever, right. two, yeah. three people a day, depending on your book. And so there was this girl boner poster and your picture, and then a Rock Needs River poster and my picture, and I was like, what's this girl boner? Amazing. And so then we had, did my recording, and then we all had lunch together, and they ordered sandwiches for us, and... August came up like, oh my God, she's like so cool and pretty and she's so smart. She'll never want to be friends with me. It's like the cafeteria. <laughs> I know, I know. It is, but I was thinking the same thing about her. I, I read her bio and I just was like, oh, and she's so intelligent and just, I, I was admiring her so much. So it's really funny that we both had that because I, I never would have thought you yeah. would Yeah, and, and then we went, and then we sort of figured out that we had the next day off but we still had a lot of time for our flight and so we went on a hike and yeah. hung out it. and had lunch well and, where are you guys yeah. recording this at where are you, in michigan are you at a studio that yeah really audio yeah oh, okay. so it's nice. the actual audiobook company it's one of nice. amazon's publishers nice yeah it was it was really one of my favorite weeks it was just such a fun adventure to be in this beautiful scenic place with these incredible sunrises it was freezing right it was freezing and it was in the middle of nowhere grand haven <laughs> uh -huh. which is like an hour from grand rapids yeah and how long does it take to do an audio doesn't it take multiple days i think they get well <laughs> because we're writers so most of the people who record are professional right. narrators so they gave us extra time because i think they were kind of like I don't know if this is going to work or something. Because they gave me five days, but it only took three and a half. Nice. Mine took about that, too. About two that or three, too. Yeah. 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 I recorded mine, too. Oh, right on. And nice. I wanted to rewrite while I was reading it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what. That's right? what the note that I got oh. was before you go in, or before you turn your book in to the, for your final edits, read it out loud. And even, I so I was really diligent. I'm like the A yeah. type A, you know, like the student, like, okay. So I did that. I sat in my living room, read it out loud, and I still wanted to change things when I recorded it. That's yeah. so hard. I it? just recorded mine. I just did it like you two months ago. Did you enjoy it? It was really hard. I did it. My, I did mine in two days. Yeah. Um, and they were like eight-hour days with a little break. You know, they were really long. So I mean, and it's funny. Like I'd start. 
I'd sound like this, you know, kind of low, you know. <laughs> and then by the end of the day, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Golly, we here. I just yeah. got higher and higher. I had to sort of like bring it down. Yeah. It was very strange. But um, it was fun. I, I, I didn't have the experience of wanting to rewrite it, but I did have the experience of wanting to just sort of, uh, well, I wanted I wanted to get it, everything right, but I wanted it to sort of sound like it was happening off the cuff. It's hard, you know. It's you know, yeah. It's a hard because mm-hmm. reading is not the same as you know. A lot of us at this table are, are actors and performers, but it's just not the same. No. It's yeah. not the same. So um, I was very concerned that it would actually affect in the long run how I write books in the future. So I actually was a little a little scared to do it because I was like, "Well, is this going to make me then end up writing books that sound like radio plays?" And and yeah. but no, I, I just it was it was so strangely in its own universe that it didn't really touch another part of my universe on that. That's so cool. You have to do it because yeah. that people that listen. People listen That's one cool thing yeah, about yeah, technology yeah. is that I audio has yeah. yeah. kind of come yeah. up, which is cool. Yeah. All right, so we're going to play the game in a bit, so we're going to take a little pause, and then we're going to jump into the game. You don't know my life! So we're ready to start playing. I have the soonest birthday, so I got to draw the first question. Um, and how it works, basically, a question is posed, all the players write down an answer, then we present the answers, and we try to guess who said what. So you'll get a better sense as we go along if you're listening for the first time. Uh, the question that I chose was, when was a time that a stranger did something nice for you? And so this is the answer that I got back. Covered my moving boxes with a tarp during a rainstorm. Hashtag tarp. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was kind of dumb, okay, but you okay. get the idea. All right, so now, Vanessa, you read the, the answer and then the uh, hashtag. I had some crazy quick layover on a cross-country flight. I was never going to make it. When I got off the plane, there was a cart there just for me. The woman driving smiled and said, come on, and we hauled ass. And then what's your hashtag? The hashtag is, she's cart smart. Love it. Cart smart. Good. Love it. Okay, perfect. All right. What do you got, Don? Going through the TSA line with a baby stroller, car seat, and two bags, I dropped everything, and my kid was crying, and the other people in line all helped me through. Aww. Love and luggage. Love and luggage. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that was buttery, it was like, oh. <laughs> all right, Barbara, what do you got? I fell backwards eating an ice cream cone, and a driver picked me up and gave me money for a new one. <laughs> I just wrote ice cream money. Ice cream money. Well, remember it. That helps. Funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, August. My brother and I were buying snacks at the Grand Union, and we didn't have enough money at the register. And a neighbor we barely knew gave us some change. Hashtag snack. Snack angel. That's that's almost that's as catchy as girl boner. It has that same rhythm. I think there's a business. Okay, so since I drew the question, then I get to guess first. And how I guess is I say the name of the hashtag followed by who I think it is. Uh, if I'm correct, you say yes, and then you flip up your little answer, uh, little nameplate, so you, it'll say that you do know my life. That's how we tell who's been guessed. Uh, but if I'm wrong, you get to say you don't know my life. And if I'm right, I guess again. And if I'm wrong, it goes to Vanessa. So that's how the guessing works. Okay. Okay, so I'm looking at these hashtags. I love the ice cream one. So I'm going to... That's ice cream money. 
I'm gonna say ice cream money is August. You don't know my life. Oh, <laughs> all right. So it goes to Vanessa, and you'll want to listen as we go around because you don't want to repeat the same guesses. Okay. So now you just get to say a hashtag and who you think it is. I think that Twilight Tarp is Barbara. You don't know my life. Oh, <laughs> okay. I think. I think Twilight Tarp is August. Yes, you do know my nice. life. Nice. And then there's usually, so Don, you get to take that answer sheet and put it by your stack as a okay. point. And then you flip your thing over to show that you've been guessed. Okay. And then we get to get the rest of the story. So you had boxes out and a neighbor, a neighbor's, somebody you didn't even yes. know. Yes. Well, it started out as a stranger. So right. what happened was I was moving. I moved to this guest house, but I was traveling. And while I was away, all my stuff were in boxes outside the guest house and it rained and when I came back I saw that there was a tarp over it and I was like wow the landlord is like awesome that's so right. cool it turns out it was the neighbor who is now my husband <gasps> so he did that without even he never even told oh. me he did it which is one of the marry. things I love about him. Oh. It's like oh. he But you didn't things. know him yet when he did it. I didn't even know it until after we started dating and I realized that the landlord doesn't do that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. And I asked him, he's like, oh, yeah. And so, yeah. That, right out the gate, we got like one of those yes. stories oh. that like kind of knocks you out. That's what I, that's one of the things that I'm really proud about with this is like, yeah. what a nugget. Yeah. So, he was he a neighbor? Yeah. And then he did that. You didn't know he did it, but you got to dating him later. Yeah, we became friends immediately. Right. We were dating within a few months. And then we got married on the step we met on. I like Because I knocked on his door when I first went to go look at the apartment, or at the guest house, because the landlord wasn't home, and so he showed me around. Yeah, so I, we decided to, to, to have our whole wedding right where it all yeah. happened. And that's our show for today. Thank you. <laughs> that's like a Hallmark that's, movie comes to life. Yeah. But how did, the, how did the tarp story come back again that he could, you remember it? Yeah, it was when, you know, and I, I we both loved our, our landlord, but like, that's just not something that he, we could see him doing, you know? Right. Um, and so it just, it just hit me one day. I think I had asked the, I had to ask the landlord a couple times to do something, basically. And, he, right. you know, he's busy, whatever. So he doesn't have time to be, like, going around making sure people's things are okay, you know? Um, so something happened. I don't know what it was. And I just, it just, like, wait a minute. And, so, and I asked him. He was right there. And, his, and for him, it was just like a... Yeah, of course. I go around yeah. doing nice things. I'm, yeah, I'm and, right. it, and it was just so sweet that it wasn't like a, he had to tell me right away, yeah. like, by the way, I saved yeah. your stuff. You know? Right. It was just like a, a kindness. Yeah. Oh. Does he have a gay brother? Maybe. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Just have brothers. All right. All right. So who guessed that? You did. I did. So you get to guess again, Don. Well, I'm going to say that love and l luggage is Vanessa. You do know my life. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah. So obvious. Yeah, but it's a fun story, it, it sounds is. like. So but it also sounds like yeah. this is the it's TSA like a line. Commercial. It's a TSA line. Yes. And just. I was coming back from New Orleans. And I had this baby in this huge baby carrier, her car seat, which I needed to bring with me, um, all our luggage and a stroller. And like every time I would like fall over, like the baby would start falling out of the, the thing that she was carrying. And it was just, it was, it was just too much. And the people around me just 
oh, here, I'll take this, I'll take this. And it was it was great because all those things you can carry on because you sort of need them when yeah. you get to the other side. But it was really, it was a lovely gesture. Mm. I know. The good Re- people of New Orleans. Yes. Restores yes. your faith in humanity a little. Yeah. It's very moving. Oh. I love it. All right, Don, you're on a roll. You used to guess again. I go, I go again. Yeah. Okay, I am going to guess that she's cart smart is Barbara Deutsch. You don't know my life. Ah. Interesting. And Don, you probably do know what they all are. Now I do because one of them is yours. Me, okay, so Barbara, you need to guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Snack Angel is Dennis. You don't know my life. <gasps> wow. All right, August, you get to guess. Okay. I am going to go Snack Angel. Aww. You know my life. <laughs> this story sounds like it was from back in the day. Way back in the day. Yeah, so you get to take this as a point. Oh, so yeah. at the end, we'll count them up and see okay. who won. Well, the nice thing about this is, is that we had just moved to this town. Nice. So my brother and I were only 11 months apart. We were very close growing up. And um, and it was, we were too young to shoplift, right? You know what I mean? We weren't, we weren't at shoplifting. We weren't shoplifting age yet. So, and, uh, and, and actually, I mean, it's a little bit of a stretch in, in the answer because I did know who this woman was. I mean, I knew, does that make her a stranger? Like, I knew her name was Mrs. No, Mazza. But it was somebody And I knew that... she lived around the corner, but I didn't know her. Right. You know what I mean? Was, we were new. And she was this, well, this is the 1970s, but she looked like a 1949 Italian-American New York lady with jet black bouffant hair. Right. And she just took out that little change purse. It was, just, and she just like, and I think, I think we're like 25 or 30 cents short. And she just, she just like, and effortlessly, and it was interesting because it's nothing like no one had ever done that ever before or since. So it really stuck with me. And well, she, it's interesting the yeah. things that we remember, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, why yeah, of yeah. all the things that she happened was so to you that sweet. year? She was such a she was yeah. yeah she was nice. I love it. Yeah. All right, you guessed that right. So you, August, right? Oh yes, I guessed that one right. So, so I you get to this. guess again. So now I go again. Okay. Yeah. So now we're just down to two. Right. Cart Smart and Ice Cream Money. Uh, ice Cream Money Dennis? You don't know my life. All right, so Ice Cream Money has to be Barbara. Correct. Yay! So what, your ice cream got knocked over and somebody bought you a new one? I was six. And it was... <laughs> That's the last time anyone ever did anything nice to you. Right? <laughs> No, if I was six today, I would be taken in a car. Yeah. Right? No, I was six. It was Newark, New Jersey. Right. You know, I was born in 47, so add up six. And I got a little, you know, quarter to get an ice cream cone. And I was walking back. And I tripped. And I fell backwards into bushes. And I was like this. And a car driving by stopped and got out and picked me up and gave me money to get a new cone. Wow. Angel. Never oh will I ever forget that. I know, and you were just six, you remember it. I do. It was like a, a little angel came in. A, yes. a snack a angel. Snack angel came yeah. In. Yeah. And uh, I am, she's card smart. And I I know this question. I wrote it. I should have a better story, but I, this is one that I remember like 
one day when you're, I guess you might, might have had this, where you're on a flight and you're like, I'm never going to make my connection. I know it. I'm just going to accept it. So you get off the plane and there's somebody in a, a golf cart that's there just for you. I mean, that was probably part of their job, but I just but didn't, still. but I just didn't expect it at all. And I think it was, I think it was a red eye. So it was like four in the morning and like, it was, it was kind of, I still remember it. There's was, never a comfortable yeah. period of time. It's either, you know, you can like write a novel in all the time <laughs> that you have to <laughs> not sit there yeah. and atrophy, or you have to do something like cart magic. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's never magic. like, oh, I'll just stroll to my gate yeah. and get on the plane. Yeah. There's, it's never right. like that. Yeah. yeah. So true. All right. So that's how a question works. We're going to do another pause and we're going to go to Vanessa. She's going to pick a question. So we'll be back in a bit. You don't know about life. Okay, we've moved on to Vanessa. She's picked a question. What's the question? The question is, what's something that you're surprisingly bad at? Okay, so you start with the answer that you got back. Though my regular sense of direction is good, my sense of th three-dimensional space is terrible, and I can never find my parked car in an elevated structure. <laughs> I have to take a picture of it. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag is space case. Space case, love oh, it, goodness. nice. And then they put it up there. <laughs> All right, Don, what do you got? Putting in contact lenses. Blind man bluff. <laughs> Following recipes or even instructions on a food package. Lame cook. Hashtag lame cook. Love it. I'm the world's worst when it comes to passing someone in a hallway who's coming from the other direction. I always overthink it and it ends up being this embarrassing dance. <laughs> Hashtag bad passer. Bad passer. See, I love that the writers appreciate assonance, alliteration, all those literary devices. Uh, this is the answer I got back. I'm terrible at remembering names. It's great to be here with you, Frederick, Constance, Claire, and Alan. Hashtag you don't know my name. Okay, great. so those are the five hashtags. And Vanessa, you get to guess first. Everyone make sure your names are flipped back up. Okay. okay. I am going to guess that... Oh, gosh, these are all so good, too. Yeah, these could be anybody. I though. know, I know. I think that uh, that Don is space case. True. <gasps> yes! Oh, I do know your life! You know my life, man. So it's the parking garage, this... You don't pay attention? <laughs> no, I have to actually, when I get away from the car, I actually have to turn around and look at it. I have to tell myself where I'm turning, and I have to, like... And I, I'm, lately, I've just been taking a picture, too, of, like, what it looks like. Yeah, I'm terrible. And I, if it's a part, if it's a structure... Yeah, and I have a really good, actually, yeah, very good sense of, like, north, south, east, west. I kind yeah. of always... I don't know, it's really strange. That, 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 how bad I am with that? That's interesting. I've done that though, where I parked. I couldn't remember where I parked, and it all starts looking the same to me, especially ones that are spirals, right? Yeah. Like I don't, I can't differentiate like yeah. where I am or you know. Interesting. All right, you get to guess again. Okay, so I'm actually trying to apply so much science to this it's right good. now because so blind man's bluff. And we're sitting at this table, and four or five of us are wearing glasses. But I think I'm gonna say it's Barbara. You know my life. Oh, really? Wow. Contact lenses. I didn't know this. Okay. I I want to tell you that not only haven't I, I have gone to 
to the, the eye doctor 5,000 times and they kept, tried teaching me and I can't do it. And I almost wrote, which would have been a giveaway also, that I never could put in a Tampax <laughs> in my life. Well, you don't put it in your eye. I know, but it's in either place. I was terrible. I, it's very sad for me. It is sad. But then I had a hysterectomy, so it doesn't so then really that, matter. No. So, no. But were you ever able to wear contacts? Did you no. ever? So you never did it because of that? No, yes. I just yeah. couldn't do it. Yeah. I still can't do is it. Is it that you're like flinching? Yes. Yeah. I did have the glaucoma test. They can never get it because I just, they're like blinking yeah. a lot. And I'm so sad, but now I'm so old that I don't care. It's all good. Did yeah. you have a tent? You look great in black. What? Yeah. During your menstrual cycle, did you have to go to a tent? <laughs> no, no, not a red tent. No. And then, I'm going to say August is the bad passer. No, no. you don't know my life. Uh, mm. Okay. All right. Goes right. to Dawn. I'm going to say the bad passer is Dennis. You know my life. Yes. <laughs> I just, I always do, uh, duh, and I bob and weave, I'm going to pat, like I just, and then I get in my head. And you can see, but the shamefulest part about it is you can see the, 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 the anger and the frustration on the other person's face like this asshole doesn't even know how to pass in a hallway. You could see them go yeah, from just neutral. Just as bad at it, obviously. Yeah, you yeah. know, like you're both doing it. That's true, but I, I, they commit, and then I throw everything out. Aww. I throw everything off. How are you on escalators? I think I'm well. I'm okay. I'm. Only, I try to hug the right. If other people are gonna pass. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think I am okay on that. All right, Don. You got a fifty-fifty chance with yes. August and Vanessa left. Yeah. Um. I'm going to say. I think the lame cook is Vanessa. You don't know my life. Uh, wow. Oh. Interesting. All right, Barbara. I think the lame cook is Vanessa. <laughs> okay. It's funny because Don just I think Don, yeah. that was the, yeah. what he just guessed. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if this so really sad. should give me a point. Yeah, okay. no, it's the way it works. So you guess uh, guess Vanessa's first. Okay, obviously. so Vanessa is You Don't Know My Name. You know my life yeah. so well. So names. I think a lot. I, well, I never meet anyone that is good with names. Like, I guess there are those people that remember remember them well, but it's it's... It can be a challenge. Okay, well, yeah. So am I. Yeah. I'll, I'll remember everything you say. Right. You know, if I'm working with you, but. Right. I'm better at remembering voices than faces. I'm actually not very good at remembering faces, which is usually what people are good at. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So that means Lane Cook is you, August. It's true. No way. So if it's I... something on a package and you get your own. Cause, cause yeah. Well, I can cook if I just. Go make for things it. Up. Yeah. But I am terrible. I I skip steps. I I've I've made rice wrong. Right. Yeah. Rice well, hard to make. I've I've rice is an art. Okay. That's yeah. an art. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they have rice cookers. Right. True. Adam, yeah. Adam, I do have a rice Adam cooker. is very proud of the fact that he makes good rice. And he, He's he, he, so he constantly such tells a good me cook. how good yeah. he is at making rice. I'm like, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I admire that skill. Yeah. All right. So Don, you're gonna ask the next question. We're gonna do a little pause. You don't know my life. We're back, and this time Don's chosen a question. What do you got? It is, who's the most famous or memorable person you've ever been in an elevator with? Okay, and what's the answer that you got back? I got back 
I just got my allergy shots at an office in Beverly Hills, and Alice and Janie got in with me. I was easy about it and said, I loved you in the ice storm. She said, oh, that was a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) I hashtag that. Allison's long career. <laughs> Her subtext is like, don't you don't get anything current? I've been pretty great in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, what do you got, Barbara? I got... My mom, brother, and I were in an elevator, and my mother struck up a conversation about how she wished Godspell wasn't sold out. Turns out the person was Melba Moore starring in Godspell, and we went that night. Holy oh, smoke. Hashtag the show must go on. Yes. Oh. Paul McCartney, he spoke, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and this hashtag is what I would have been thinking. Um, I want to hold your hand. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Rush Limbaugh, frowny face. <laughs> hashtag floor 11, opioids. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a cruise ship, and the elevator doors opened, and Jill Whelan, Vicky from The Love Boat, got in. I asked her for a quick selfie. We got it, and she was out of there two floors later. Hashtag, of course, Vicky Picky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Don, you get to guess. I'm going to say Barbara is the show must go on. You don't know my life. Wow. Okay. I know you. You were in Godspell. Yes. Yeah, yeah. By the math, I was thinking Melba Moore. I, I was trying to do the math, and and I, I the, the brain froze up, so I just went simply. Yeah. But anyway, so I don't know your life. By the way, that little rotating sound you hear is our lazy Susan spinning with the answers on it. <laughs> there it is. Vicky Picky, I think. Dennis. You know my life. Ooh! Yeah. I was doing some work for Princess Cruises. We had um, created a, a murder mystery comedy show for them that was like a talk show that turned into a murder mystery. And they were having an inaugural for this new ship. And I got invited to go there. And a friend of mine went with me because I used to be a dancer for Princess Cruises way back in my 20s. And so I took one of my old dancer friends from the day. We went there. We're there for the inaugural, the fireworks, everything. We're Having a fun time. We're in the elevator. It opens up and in walks Vicky from the Love Boat, which is just feels so surreal, right? <laughs> yeah. Because mm-hmm. all the Love Boat people were there. They were christening the boat. So it wasn't that out of the, the norm that would happen. It was like, Vicky. And um, I was like, I got to get a picture with Vicky. And so I was like, hey, will you be in a selfie? And it was like, click. And she was out. Like, it was that fast. And it was like, pulled it off. It was very, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. And she was awesome. nice. Yeah. She was nice. Oh, fun. oh I do it again. Yeah, you have to guess. I'm going to say floor 11 opioids gone. You don't know oh. my life. Mm, that's Rush Limbaugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, I am going to guess. The show must go on. It's Vanessa. You know my life. Wow. <laughs> that's an incredible story, it though. It was incredible. Well, also, well, the caveat is my mother has an alternate version of reality often right however but we i mean i feel like this is still a credible story because we lived on the upper west side and this beautiful woman gets in the elevator with us and they talk and 
and I don't remember their conversation at all, but I do remember that we went to Godspell that right. night. Yeah. And it was the woman amazing. that was in the elevator that Melville was Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know if she's, I, th- I think she must have lived in our building, something like maybe a higher, I don't know, but that, that was. Because you were talking about it. She was like, okay. Yeah. And my mom was talking about it and that's awesome. That she is. She was right there. I guess that's God, right? Yeah. That is ever, the God spell. There's the God. Did you <laughs> yeah. ever work with Melvin Moore, Barbara, when no. you did the tour? She, no. Yeah. That's nice to know that she hooked up the tickets, though. That's good. That's really sweet. Yeah. Okay, who guessed that right? I did. Okay, you get to guess again. Uh, I'm going to guess I want to hold your hand is... My life is something you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that... Floor 11 opi- Opioids, Rush Limbaugh, is August. Yes. What? Oh. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Where were you? I w- went to D.C. I was a kid. I was in, I think, middle school. And I was on this, like, leadership trip. Right. Like, children leadership something or other. Right. We, like, mock Congress and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I got in the elevator, and there he was. And I just sat there knowing he was there, and I, I couldn't think of anything. Say. Yeah. Was um, it just you two? No, there was a few people. It was. Uh, I want to say there was one other person. Right. Another kid. Yeah. 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 But for sure, it was him. And uh, you know, now it would have been probably more. I would have many stronger feelings about right. it. Um, I I didn't have positive feelings about him, but right. um, but I do remember kind of thinking like I should say something because this person is like. Someday there may be a game where I tell this story. <laughs> and I will wish I said something. When I grow up to be a feminist. That's good, though. That was the last the name nice. I expected mm-hmm. to see when I turned over that piece of paper. All right, was that me guessing? Yes. Okay. So I should know this. I think that. Barbara, you used to work in record companies. I'm going to say Paul McCartney is Barbara. I want to hold your hand. Yes. Yay. So cool. Tell that story. Well, you know, it's part of the story, as you know. Yeah. Um, I was recording um, a cover of McCartney Lennon uh, Across the Universe. And um, because I worked as a secretary at Columbia and Epic Records, and I got kind of got discovered but stayed being a secretary and I didn't know I was a girl that could sing. I just got caught at singing on a coffee table on the 13th floor and Clive Davis said to my boss, fire her or sign her, she's pretty good. And he was looking for someone to cover across the universe. And um, it was a long story, but so I was singing the vocals in the studio, and um, I, I look in the booth, and there's someone that I, I don't know who it is, and I walk in the booth, and it's McCartney, like he was coming in next to record. On the day you were recording his song? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm the one who to, wrote in who was recording where, what studio, that was part of my job. Right. But if there was someone really super special, they didn't tell you. Right. It was just a. So then I walk in and he. And here I am singing in the universe. Come on! Wow. Yeah. And he's. I look up at him and he looks down at me and he says, That was lovely. And I said, 
near that space of nothing. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. And then we went in the elevator, and I said, you hear that space of nothing? <laughs> I could not speak. I wish you had your book back then. <laughs> Why do you think I wrote the damn book? <laughs> so, did you know you were singing in front of him, or was it no, after the fact? No, I did not know. Yeah. I got a blurb from him. Yeah. It was lovely. Right? <laughs> so that means Dawn is Allison's long career. Allison Janney. Mm -hmm. That's a good story. You you know my life. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um... You know, that scene in the ice storm, she has, there's a key party and she's running the key party and it was just so incredibly memorable. And the truth of the matter is, is what, what was the big show she was on? West Wing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like that show. I, I don't yeah. like that writer, Aaron Sorkin, right? Aaron yeah. Sorkin, yeah. Too many words, <laughs> too much, too much talking. Yeah. So I didn't watch that show and it was right at the height of that show and I... And but, but I, I I thought she was absolutely amazing in the ice storm, and also I think it may have been the first time I saw her act. Yeah. So that and she really made a big impression on me. But she was actually very nice. She yeah. She when she said that it was a long time ago, she wasn't she wasn't um, mean to me, but she was surprised. She was just surprised yeah. that that's the one I pulled out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. So that's that question. So we're gonna take another break, and then Barbara's gonna pick a question. You don't know about love. We are back, and this time Barbara chose a question. Breakup story, go. All right. Breakup story, go, and what's your answer that you got back? Well, I got back. I broke up with an accountant by way of an original song. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't get it, and I found out the hard way. <laughs> Hashtag songbird fail. I love it. <clears throat> Can you be more pornographic, they said. There wasn't much to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag more squirting, please. Whoa, I love that. Okay. On the Upper West Side of New York, Bobby and I were fighting. I was on rollerblades. He was not. He grabbed me to yell some more. I fell and cut up a finger and used that as the final excuse to break up with him. Hashtag... Hell on wheels. <laughs> <clears throat> the beginning of an end of a two and a half year relationship came when my significant other sent me a text that was not meant for me. It was downhill from there to Splitsville, USA. And the hashtag is sexed. Next! <laughs> <laughs> Mine is that I got is quite shocking. Uh, someone asked me to get married. I said yes. Then the person left and never called me again. <laughs> that is like ghosting on a whole new level. Exactly. Oh. My hashtag is Wedding Bell Bummer. Wedding Bell Bummer. All right, Barbara, you chose it. You get to pick first. I had a feeling that Songbird Fail was done. You do not know my life. Wow. Oh, I thought it was going to be you, too, when you said that. Right? Gosh. Oh, it's hard. Um, oh, gosh. 
man. I'm gonna say Hell on Wheels, Don. Yes, you do yes. know my guy. Nice yes. story. Um, Bobby was very possessive, and I was still quite young and wanted to. You know, he was always mad because I was late because I am late a lot and, and I wasn't like sticking to his schedule in life in general. And also it was one of those boyfriends that, you know, when someone like really pursues you hard and like you just sort of give up and go out with them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, you know, and that is the situation, how it all began. I, I don't think I was ever really that into it. Mm-hmm. And so we were always kind of fighting and he was always feeling like I didn't care about him and he was right. Kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I was being very, um, I was just always kind of being flippant and not very, I was not a very good boyfriend. And, uh, and so, and this, and this actually, interestingly, was a two-day fight. This kept going. We actually, like, went to sleep, got up the next day, and the fight continued. And that was really, I decided when I fell that it was finally over. But then the, the final, final, final breakup was the next day. I use that as a, as my, I don't know, as my excuse. Well, someone's going to like grab at me and I fall to the ground. That's it. We're, yeah. We're, we're, we're done. Yeah. You that's said it. that to him? No, I, I said but it in my, said in my, it in my yeah, yeah, it was the final straw. Yeah. 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 It was a mistake. He, was, he wasn't trying to do that, but the yeah. result was enough. Yeah. He got yeah. you over the hump. Yeah. That was it. That's all I needed. Let's all right. down. Mm. Who guessed that right? Uh, I did. Okay. Yeah. Wedding bell bummer moments? You don't know my life. Okay, I'm gonna say be more uh, more squirting, please. Is Vanessa? You do know my life. Wow, <laughs> nice. I was, you know, it might have gone to the girl boner book person, but I did not. Yeah, so that was what they said. Yeah, you know, I had like come back from this trip at I don't know, like two or three in the morning, and then for some reason he comes over. He was like the practice guy that I dated after my divorce. Like I didn't do anything for a year and then I thought, well, I better just like go on some practice dates. And and he's a really nice, I mean, I'm going to say like he's a pretty nice person, but he's just awkward in his life. And he sits down and he just goes like, well, first he's like, I have to let you go. I have to release you. That's what he said. I have to release you. (laughs) Release you. Yeah. I have to release you. And then, and meanwhile, like, I'm jet lagged and I'm like, what is going on? I'm in my, like, underwear and a t-shirt. And, and then he also said, can you be more pornographic? And I, it's like, I don't even, uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? And he couldn't even explain. And like, I'm all for like trying new things. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, but I just didn't even know what that meant, but it didn't feel like an authentic exploration of that. So yeah, especially after he already released you. Why? Yeah, you he said it like, 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 like it was just like I released you. I know it was like all like together. Yeah, going to release you. Release yeah. Maybe he thought you had a career. He was like, "I'm releasing you. Now <laughs> go be in porn." That's that's a twist. I don't I don't think I would make that much in porn. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I don't know if anybody really wants to ask me that. But. All right, so I get to guess again. I think songbird fail. I think it's Barbara, but that might have been guessed already. You don't know my um, life. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, so songbird fail then I guess is August. Yes, you know my life. I would love to hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I dated this accountant, and we could only have fun when we were drinking. 
Uh, and I realized that that was probably not the best person to stay with. And he was very serious about everything and just like long-term future. And I thought it's time. And so I, I thought I was being very romantic by writing this song for him. (laughs) (laughs) And I performed it for him and he actually kind of teared up a little bit. And I thought it was because it's, it's sad, you know, it was actually because I sang for him. That's what I found out later, which made me feel terrible. Um, But the way that I found out that he didn't know that I had broken up with him in a song that was called Came and Went. (laughs) 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 Um, You are a writer. (laughs) And so the next day, or I don't remember exactly when, but shortly after, I was performing in this girl group I was in. There were three of us that sang and played guitars. And I got up and I sang this new song and I introduced it as my breakup song. And I didn't know he was there because I didn't think he was going to come. And I hear this like gasp. Like, and I looked at him and I was like, oh, and I, it struck me, but then also the show must go on. So I just sang the song. And then when I was done, he wasn't there. I never saw him. Oh, oh, God. That is so I would say early 20s. Yeah, this is an early Ooh, 20s kind yeah. of story. Yeah. That's so good and yet painful. Oh, that's hard. That's hard. Okay. Did you guess that right, Vanessa? I did. Okay. And I'm going to say that wedding bell bummer is Barbara. Yes, it is. <laughs> Not that I would imagine anyone doing that to you because you're so lovely. Well, it happened and it really happened. It was 1973 and I was in my musician phase of dating and stripping musicians. And he was he was a bass player and he we had a rockin' weekend. You know, the kind of the New York City, Greenwich Village, you're in the apartment and you bring food in because you never leave. You know, that mm-hmm. romantic, sexy, and then he would play come on, I would come on. And then he, he said, I'm in love with you. I want to marry you. And I said, okay. And then we called my mother and I said, I'm getting married. And she said, good. And then <laughs> he kissed goodbye. And then he left and never called me again. <laughs> and I never called him. <laughs> that's you know kind happens? of the perfect like, ending. That's like the perfect relationship. Because like you end on a high note. Exactly. You know, that's true, actually. You should never, that's good that you, that's perfect. Are you worried that, like, he just, like, fell off a cliff or something? I don't know what happened to me. (laughs) I think it's me we should be worried about. (laughs) Did you ever, like, get curious and look him up or anything like that? No, I knew where he was. He was in the, he was in the pit playing for Broadway shows. (laughs) But you did a comms amazing, though. I mean, it's just like, both of you were just, like... I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't want to marry. I'm pretty, I wanted to, I wanted to stay in my apartment is what I wanted to do and never leave. Yeah. But it was not a good choice for marriage, but in the moment it was like, yeah. 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 If you had said no, it would have ruined the moment. We're going to go. I think it's perfect. That's the yeah. perfect story. It's a perfect it's relationship. Crazy. I love it. <laughs> it's it's like crazy. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I know. And then so I guess sex next. That's me. I was seeing somebody for two and a half years, and I get a text on my phone, and it said, I need to do some things without Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, no. I don't 
think this is for me. And I texted him back and I was like, was this for me? And then we ended up having the, the talk later. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I think he had been invited to do something socially. And I'm sure the person said, yeah, and you could bring Dennis. And he texted, you know. At the time, I think he was feeling a bit like he wanted to... It was his time to shine. Like, he, I think he was a little tired of being my, my boyfriend. Because he was newer in the city and I knew more people. And I think he was kind of like, it's my time to shine. That was a little bit of what was going on. Um, so, yeah, that precipitated the, uh, the end of the, the thing. However, we, we, we were friendly. And uh, I reached out to him recently. And he has a uh, professional connection that could uh, help with the game. So, <laughs> all's well that ends well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we, yeah but that, I do remember getting that text that wasn't meant for me. Yeah. Aww. I know. It happens. But, um, all right. We're going to take a break. We have one more question left. Uh, August gets to pick. You don't know all right, this is our final question. August, you chose the question. What do you got? What was the question? Oh, the question was celebrity crush when you were growing up. Who was your celebrity crush? And the one I picked was this, Connie Francis, and I met her at a record store, and she had two-tone eyebrows, and it turned me off. Buzzkill brows. Buzzkill brows. <laughs> Barbara Eden, I Dream of Jeannie, but it may have been Larry Hagman. I waffled. <laughs> Hashtag serving two masters. <laughs> Get it? Because he was the master. Yeah. Uh, um, Steve Urkel. I don't recall the actor's name. And my hashtag for that is nerd love. Nerd love. <laughs> um, the one I have here is... I am mortified by him now, but it was Scott Bayo. Bayo, how do you say yeah. him? Uh, my friends gave me a puzzle of his sweet, beautiful face. And the hashtag I wrote is everybody hates Chachi. <laughs> oh my god. Um. I was into both Christy McNichol and Willie Ames from Eight is Enough. I liked the way Christy did the kayak on Battle of the Network Stars, and Willie was hot and wore tight pants and drove a van where I think he banged like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag kayak and hot pants. <laughs> nice. <laughs> kayak and hot pants. All right. Who there goes? you go, August. You I get to guess first. Okay. Go, 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 man. For some reason, I feel like kayak and hot pants might be gone. You don't know, Malay. Wow. Oh. All right. I think everybody hates Chachi is August. Yeah, we don't know. <sighs> okay. All right. So I think then kayak and hot pants is Dennis. You know my life. <clears throat> I really was into Christy McNichol, and I remember having a bulletin board with all these pictures of her that I made on there, and then... She had a 45 single with her brother called He's So Fine, <laughs> and it peaked at 98 on the Billboard Hot 100, and I made my record store locally order it. I was very into it. But in terms of, like, really turned me on, it was, like, Willie Ames from Made Is Enough, and he had kind of that curly hair, and wore tight pants, and you know he had that van, and he was just, like, having teenage sex in that van all the time, and anyway, that was it. But then he became kind of, uh, I think he got really religious and stuff. As a, later in his life, yeah. and he was on that show with Scott Bale, Charles in Charge. Was he in that? No, 
He had some show. Anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. So we never got together. It never worked out. But yeah. You guys can. I know. Tough times. Um, so I also think then that serving two masters is Don. You know my dirty little life. I, I love do. it. Jeannie uh, and, and Larry had me. Like, yeah, because it was like, I well, I think why I was in love with Jeannie was because I, I know it's it's very you know she's a very anti-feminist creature at the time, but I, you have to forgive me because I was a product of my middle class neighborhood. But um, I just thought she was so nice. She was always nice, and I thought the niceness of her. And I don't know that it was even, like, the outfit that she wore, I know, is very revealing. But I was, you know, prepubescent, so it wasn't like I had, like, it wasn't sexual, really. It was just kind of like, I don't know, like, I just wanted to be with her and near her all the time. Well, who did? I mean, that yeah, bottle. Yeah, that, yeah. that bottle. Yeah, but the bottle yeah. freaked me out. I thought I wouldn't want to live in the bottle. I remember <laughs> I used to think, I remember I used to think, like... That's the deal. Buddy. I know, yeah, and I used, and I used to think that, like... Did I like her more when she was full grown outside the bottle or more when she was shrunken and in the bottle? And I definitely like thought about that. And, right. and I definitely liked her more outside the bottle, but the inside looked kind of fun, I guess. Yeah. And I, and I think eventually I realized that 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 what I probably really wanted was to maybe be Jeannie and be with Larry Hagman. I think I was, I was, I was young. I was yeah. figuring it out, you know. That's good. And uh, do you remember the day when her her outfit went like they started showing her navel? I remember that was so a, big a big deal. deal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they just had an event with her dedicating some exhibit in Hollywood with a bottle of Genie, and and there mm-hmm. she is. Picture. I know all these friends on Facebook were like, "I met Genie," and it was just like mm. two nights ago. When I'm crazy. so rich and have fuck you money, mm-hmm. I am gonna build like a genie bottle room in my house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. That'd be amazing. I like it. Okay, so um, you might I, run the table. I think that yeah. nerd love is August. Yes, you know my life. Oh, wow. Urkel is from um, Family Matters, right? Yeah, that's yeah. an interesting crush. Yeah, and my crush at school growing up also kind of was similar. So yeah, I liked. Really, was drawn to that like geeking out nerdiness, really smart and and maybe a little misunderstood. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was I loved about that because um, I felt a little alien in my own like kind of little yeah. circles. Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, I just I really had a crush on. What was Aww. the actor's name? Do you remember? I remember Steve. Is he around? Is he doing his thing? Like this was. I yeah, don't no, remember watching that show. He's around. He does his thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, just so scared to think of child stars because, you know, like, some of them, like, are great, or some of them are, like, probably teaching community college. Yeah. And then right. the other ones are, the ones we hear about you know, like, the yeah. yeah. kids yeah. or whatever. So good. You could run the table, Vanessa. I will run the table. Oh, because you, you're because one of the ones Because Buzzkill Brows is Barbara. Yes, it Connie is. Connie Francis. <laughs> Connie Francis. That's amazing. I know, right? Two-tone eyebrows. What were those? They were orange and brown. And it was frightening. And you were done. You were I, done. It was over for me. And I was mm. like 13 and I was done. I'm like, mm. why, woman? <laughs> like sprinkled together or just, just like, like gloss of it? Just it was, it was like. Was it bad dye job? Bad. Bad dye. Was it bad in the day? Oh. Oh. Oh, was she pleasant at least? Yes. But I liked, you know, lipstick on your collar. Yeah. And where the boys are. Right. And, yeah. 
but it was a little scary. Yeah, up close. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So well, you ran the table. You were I was Scott Baio. I was Scott Baio. Yeah. I'm so mortified. He was cute. I'm so angry at him now. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's turned. Like, he's like a. Yeah. Just, yeah. He's like a dumb asshole Trump guy. Yeah. 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 So it happens. Yeah. All right. Before we find out who won, uh, we're going to go around and tell everyone again what your book is and how they can find out more about you. So Vanessa. Your book is Rock Needs River, a memoir of, about a very open adoption. And are you on any social media or do you have a website? I am. You can go to rockneedsriver.com. And I'm also on Twitter and nice. Instagram under Vanessa McGrady. There you go. I love it. I love that you got the URL, rockneedsriver.com. Oh, yeah. I grabbed that. Yeah. I'm not yeah. messing around. No. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, Don, are you on any social media? Anything you want to get a plug in for your I, book? I can't answer you right now because I'm trying to get the domain name. Uh, that, that's not <laughs> I, I know you're busy. busy. I know. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, that was very wise. No, I, I, you can go to doncummings.net and it lists all these places you can buy. I mean, the usual thing people get at Amazon, but I always encourage people to go to IndieBound and, and buy it from their local bookstore, even though it's more money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm Don Cummings on Twitter, Don Cummings on Instagram, and Don J Cummings on Facebook. Nice. But I'm around. You know, you give, give me a holler. Yeah, come over. Read the book. Yeah, yeah come over. I'll make you dinner. That's whatever right. you need. Whatever you need. Snacks. We have a yeah, lot of snacks. A lot of snacks here. We really <laughs> sh- overshot with the snacks. We did. Barbara Deutsch, your yes. book is uh, Open Up or Shut Up. And um, are you on, you're on social media. I am on social media. Under your name? Under my name. Yep. And my website is The Barbara Deutsch Approach. Nice. And you can spell it any way you like. It'll yeah. you'll it'll show up. That's very smart of you as well. Oh, yeah. Savvy yeah. marketing people. I know because people yeah. either spell it wrong or say yeah. Barbara Douche. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it's, it's not But that's almost in a spit take. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, um, and it's the worst name I've ever heard. It is the worst name. Okay, yeah, yeah. August McLaughlin, I love the back of your book. It says, you are worthy of pleasure. Yes. Yes. That's yes. the second printing of yeah. it. The first version does not have that on the First back. of all, congrats on a second printing. Yeah. Thank you um, uh, How can people learn more about you? AugustMcLaughlin.com or GirlBoner.org. And nice. you can also listen to my podcast, Girl Boner Radio. I interview both Vanessa and Don. I love it. Wonderful chats and uh, new episode every week. I love it. That's fantastic. And um, you can learn more about the game at YouDon'tKnowMyLife.com. And it's also on Amazon. So if you're listening to this and you're like, that looks like fun. I want to get in on that action. You can do it. Just go to Amazon and buy the game. And um, I guess that's all the plugs. So... Here's how we find out who won. Pick up your stack of um, answer sheets, and we're going to count them aloud all together. Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. What's fun about this is sometimes you don't really know who did that well, because you're so caught up in the stories uh-huh. that sometimes it's a surprise. Okay, ready? Here we are going to count. And <laughs> one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Vanessa! Vanessa is our winner! Well done! You did very well that last time you you wiped the table with everybody. What prize does she get? Well, they they get a copy of the game. And um, Dawn and Barbara, you already have a copy, so uh, I brought copies for Vanessa and uh, August. Thank you guys for taking part and jumping into something different. So Um, much fun. It was super fun, fun, right? I didn't get to kill the fly. If we wait, can we come back? 
Yeah. Can we come back to you can do it again. Champion yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time. So um, this has been You Don't Know My Life. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep that in. <laughs>